This podcast is brought to you by lilybadcock.com and The Confidence Academy, giving you the confidence to be who you truly are. This is The Confidence Academy podcast. My name is Lily Badcock and I am a transformational confidence coach and I'm here with a message for you. The anxiety and overwhelm you've been experiencing is not something to be feared or avoided. It's also not something that gets to define who you are as a person. No matter who you are, no matter what your story is, I know that you get to live a life of fulfillment and joy. It's my absolute pleasure to bring this podcast series to you in collaboration with some phenomenal people from all over the world who have walked the same path as you. Together, we will share our stories, our challenges and our triumphs with the intention of helping you to see that it's possible for you too. Anxiety may be something you live with, but it doesn't get to define who you are or how you live your life. So stand by for some powerful conversations, deep realizations, and the occasional F-bomb. So get those headphones in if you're around sensitive ears and stand by. This is gonna be fun. What's up, everybody? We are back. A oh, man, oh man, did we have a corker for you today. I don't know why I'm saying we. Who's we? I. I have a corker. <laughs> well, me and my guests. This is actually a Confidence Academy podcast first because I got to interview two amazing ladies at the same time. Carly Judd and Teresa Magalica sat down with me to talk about all things miracles in this magical episode. Together, they have founded something called the Miracles Tribe, which is an amazing online community offering support and guidance to those wanting to learn from the spiritual text, A Course in Miracles. This was such a fun interview to do, and Carly's friend Karen even got involved, complete with a flashing wand. Now, as you're only listening to the audio, you're going to have to use your imaginations for that bit, but I promise you it was quite something. As ever, the message was a powerful one, and I hope that you're going to love listening to this as much as we loved recording it for you. Be sure to head to the show notes for the links we mention, and please give us a like and review on iTunes if you love the show. But for now, get your feet up and prepare for the shenanigans. This is going to brighten your day for sure. Hi guys, welcome back to the podcast. It's Lily here and oh lord, I say it every single episode how excited I am to have these guests on. I think for now I can just have a caveat to say that I'm just so excited to have absolutely everyone on that comes on this podcast. But this is a first on the podcast, you guys, and we are now three years old and I think we might have just gone past the, the podcast birthday. And this is the first time we've ever had an interview with two people at the same time. That's two plus me. So there's three in total for those of you following along. I am so thrilled to welcome Teresa and Carly onto this podcast. And together, they have founded something called the Miracles Tribe. She said, scrolling her notes really quickly to find the the name of it. It's something called the Miracles Tribe. And it's based around something called the Course in Miracles. Now, I don't know how many of you listening to this podcast are going to be familiar with A Course in Miracles. And you'll know that over the years, this podcast has been going in a more spiritual direction. Well, this is like we've been strapped to a rocket and sent into orbit because we're about to go full on spiritual woo woo. So buckle up, hang on to your pants and get ready for this. Teresa and Carly, welcome to the podcast. (laughs) Thank you, Lily. We're delighted to be here. So exciting. So I know yeah, Carly. Thank you, Lily. What a treat. What a treat. Such a treat. Carly is waving around a pink wand, you guys. It's already, we're already having a party and it's only the start of the episode. <laughs> so Carly, you're in Utah. You're in Salt Lake City, Utah. <laughs> Teresa, is that the same for you or are you somewhere else in the world? No, I'm on the other side of the United States in Pennsylvania. Oh my goodness. And so, and we're recording this on a very monumental evening, aren't we, for the US? So I so appreciate you guys being here. I know that it's earlier in the day for you, but hopefully we can bring some magic to you guys and to everybody listening tonight. So I want to kick off straight off the bat with an explanation into what is A Course in Miracles, because 
I don't know how many people listening are going to be super familiar with what that is. So give give me an overview and for everyone listening. A Course in Miracles is a channeled work. Um, it's written by Jesus and it came through a psychologist, a woman named Helen Shookman in the 1960s, 40 years ago, 50 years ago almost. And it is a mind training program. So it consists of three sections. The first part is the text. The second part is a workbook for students with 365 lessons, one for each day of the year. And the third part is called the Manual for Teachers. And this, um, this book has been around for a long time. There are several different editions available of it. And um, it's meant to transform the way that you think so that you see the world completely differently and in a way that you can enjoy life instead of struggle in life. I just love it. I, I mean, I, I did warn you yeah. guys. I did, I did warn you that you were being strapped to a rocket and sent to the planet of Wu. But like straight off the bat, we are channeling messages from Jesus. And I like I have witnessed the power of this work because I have followed several people whose entire business is is um, rooted in the teachings of A Course in Miracles. And two that come to mind straight off the top of my head are Gabrielle Bernstein and Amanda Francis, both of whom refer to The Course in Miracles frequently in their programs. I'm interested straight off the bat, I'm covered in goosebumps as well, which is just the most amazing thing. I'm really curious straight off the bat, because I know this is going to be a question and I'll, I'll direct this to Carly. So you can tell I haven't done this before. I've, I've never had to direct my questions, but I'll try and do this. So Carly, um, obviously this is a channeled, this is a channeled work, right? That, that came through this lady from Jesus. Does that mean that it's religious in its context in the normal sense of the word? W would you say that it's religious or, or is it more spiritual? Because I know, I mean, that could be a whole conversation, couldn't it? But what's your take on it? Yes, it really could be. And it's such an excellent question, Lily. And um, I was hesitant because I was raised um, in, if I'm from Utah, I was raised as a Mormon and then um, stepped aside from the church. So it's actually does a lot of what religions, um, the falsehoods that are found in religions. That, and many people are leaving religions nowadays. Many are staying. And I realize if it works for you, that's great. But mm -hmm. as you, um, there may have been some religion that didn't work for you. And to me, um, I'll just give you my personal story that I was devout. And then my 13 year old son came to us and just said, you know, I know that I'm gay, mom and dad. It was, and I just need to know how are you going to handle this? Mm -hmm. And we knew him to be such a kind hearted, just loving son, respectful in every way. And he was actually very devout in our religion. He always mm -hmm. wanted to bear his testimony of Christ, but the religion did not accept gay people. And so all of a sudden it was like, now wait, I thought that Jesus had unconditional love for everyone. So it was a very confusing moment for me. And I find that maybe we could say the Course in Miracles has Christ consciousness. So to me, I have right. actually met the, the most unconditional Christ. I think oftentimes there are also religions have an external an external God or an external Christ. And to me, the Course delivers that to something that is solidly within you and that mm. you carry in yourself 24 seven and that you don't have to earn. Yes. It's, it's not conditional. You don't have to do things right to have it. You are innocent, you are sinless and you have that as mm. your inner. And I love when they say the full presence of love. I think it's incredible, Teresa, just while Carly gets her gets her um, audio back on. I do think it's incredible what Carly was just sharing about how um, how it is it, kind of go, it goes along with some of what religion follows. But it, it takes away very much from this idea that there's anything external, because my own journey has been exactly that. I was raised Christian. 
my dad is still, you know, very devout Christian and my mum too. And I had really strong faith up until, mm, can't remember the year, I would want to say 2013 or 14. And given a, a, a number of things that happened in quick succession, I started to question my faith. In fact, I lost it completely at one point. Um, and it was the darkest time because I'd lived my entire life in strong faith, always believing that there was something that was that was looking after me and that was, you know, uh, smiling down on me. But always from this idea of if I'm good, I get rewarded. It was, the, it was very much this idea of um, I have to earn these things, these great things that are available to me. And then, you know, to then be confronted with some very, very confronting situations. I was searching the religion I'd been brought up with and I couldn't find the answers. It wasn't lining up with what I'd been told. I was like, I don't understand the world through this lens anymore. It just didn't make sense. And I lost my faith completely. And then I began this journey of trying to find my way back because I just felt led to do that. And I literally looked in all the corners. I looked at everything. I was literally like, it was like going to a marketplace for religion. I was like, I'll look at all of them. I'll, I'll be anything. I just, I need to believe that I, I need to believe again. I need to have this faith. And um, so I, I looked at uh, the various things. The thing I resonated with the most was Buddhism, but even that didn't, it wasn't ticking all the boxes. And then just through my own journey I just started to forge what I have always called spirituality and it was this I felt very much like Carly was sharing that I was moving away from the idea of religion and instead into this idea that you know I am this beautiful ball of golden light and and that's what we all are and we all come from the same source and we are that love and it's like the God isn't external because the God is us um <clears throat> excuse me I've been eating chocolate peanuts and now they're making me cough busted um so I find it phenomenal that that through my various you know quests to find answers the course in miracles kept showing up and you know and right off the bat Carly's explanation of it has perfectly mirrored the the experience that I had as well so Carly, we lost you, but I just like the message was so powerful. You could feel the power coming through. And I think that was what it was. Do you know where you got to before you, I think you went back to Pluto. <laughs> yes, but I, um, yeah. So at that point, well, at that point, when I left the Mormon church, I began searching, searching, searching. And um, I did right off the bat kind of not go to the Course in Miracles because some of the references are religious. But I, and I mm. think that can stop people. And that's one thing that we are, a, one of our aims in the Miracles Tribe is to support people if that particular norm, nomenclature doesn't work for you. You know, if they're words yeah. or it can be very male oriented. But this darling mm. Teresa just kept saying to me, it's just referring to form. And that kind of was a clue to me. It's just referring to form. Mm. That's just form. That's just how they, and this will almost take you to a place beyond that. So that, that became intriguing for me. So instead of finding things that would stop me from studying, then I would just be able to put it on the shelf and say, maybe at a further time, I'm going to be led to more understanding and, and this will come back to me. And um, I have to say that I'm a newbie, that there are lots of people who've studied the course for a very long time. I tried to and find that it's dense territory, that mm. it really helps if you have a guide and if you have a group that's surrounding you uh, yeah. for accountability uh, and to help you for things you don't understand because it really is, um, there's a lot there. But the bottom line is that it removes the block blockages to love. So you can have more love in your life. 
and um, I went through a huge, I, I like to say my life splattered. This beautiful home and a family and this wonderful husband. And then it was like someone stuck in some sticks of dynamite and it mm. all just went up. And um, out of that, and it is the Phoenix rising, I had to go down to the very foundation and begin rebuilding. And mm. it seems to me that just in finding a partner to read, this, the lessons with that everything that I wanted is there and that yeah. it's the catalyst to bring it out of you they would always you have the answers within you but we don't know where to go we don't know how to find it we don't know how to access it yeah it, it was just such a simple gentle way to access everything I wanted that was in, within me and so that's what just mm. excited our passion to oh, we would love to share this with anyone it resonates with yeah, I, I want to pick up on something you said there as well, because, you know, and this is why I asked the question about about the religious context, because I know straight away people listening who maybe don't identify as being religious or maybe have been brought up religious and are trying to move away from that straight away might think, oh, that's not for me. And you might be right. It might not be for you. But I tell you what, I'm just starting to learn that or not starting to learn. I guess I've been having these lessons for a long time you are going to be led to the teachers, the mentors, the scriptures, the books, the courses, the programs, you know, whatever. You are going to be led to the things that are going to best serve you in this moment right now. And your human ego is going to try and tell you that that isn't what you need and that that's not the right way. You will know in your heart if that's something that you should be exploring, even if you can't, even if you can't explain why that would be. Teresa, let's hear from you about your journey with The Course in Miracles. How did you come to find it and, and, and what difference has it made in your life? And I realise those are two enormous questions, so <laughs> <laughs> I can repeat if needed. Yeah, so I was also raised Christian. I was raised Methodist. We went to church every Sunday and I went to vacation Bible school in the summer, which I loved. I loved hearing the Bible stories and learning about Jesus, but I got... Uh, pretty cynical pretty early on with the whole structure of the church and what they were doing because I could see a lot of hypocrisy and I could see that um, there was a lot of emphasis on things that really didn't seem to matter and you know from my perspective um, so I after about 13 I pretty much stopped going to church but I never stopped really being fascinated by spirituality and I I was also very interested in other religions and uh, um, I just I, I like you said I just felt very drawn to that subject I couldn't put it down I wanted to read about Hinduism and Buddhism and Judaism and I started to see at a pretty young age that all of those faiths taught basically the same thing, which is the golden rule. Do unto others as you would have them do unto you. It, it's pretty simple. It's not hard. But there's all this convoluted stuff that gets added on that seems to make it complicated. And so I kept searching for trying to sort it out, what's, what's right, what's wrong. And then I was led to the Baha'i faith. I got very interested in that for a couple of years because they um, they teach that God brought different uh, sent different prophets at different periods of history to different cultures to try to get the same message out to all these different groups, and that made sense to me. Um, but at the same time, it wasn't a hundred percent for me enough to like really join and go gung ho with the Baha'i faith. So I was still floundering. And then um, I came, I came to find out about A Course in Miracles through 12 step work. I kept seeing quotes from it in a book that I was reading that was about adult children of the alcoholics. And I was like, what is this Course in Miracles? I want to, it sounds really interesting. So I went and I bought the book. Um, to address your question earlier about whether it's a religion or a spirituality, um, the course is a self-study course. It's absolutely not a religion. There's mm. no dogma. There's no structure. There's no hierarchy. There's no one in charge. It's you and your connection with source. That, that's mm. what it's all about. Mm. So I started reading it. I started, I tried to read it. I couldn't understand it. 
I was very drawn to it. I felt like it had some special message for me, but I was also at the same time very suspicious. I was like, who wrote this book? Why doesn't it have an author's name on the side? What was this foundation for inner peace? And, um, you know, this was in the days before the internet. This was back in the 1980s. So you couldn't really research things. And um, I did the first maybe 50 workbook lessons very diligently. And all of a sudden things started shifting in my life. Mm -hmm. And I was in a very toxic relationship at that time with a man. And I started to see that the relationship did not serve me. It didn't make me happy. It wasn't going anywhere. And I had been unable to leave that relationship. And suddenly from the changes in the way that I started to think from doing those first 50 workbook lessons, I found the inner resources to, to love myself and do what was best for me. And so mm-hmm. that, that relationship disintegrated. And then within six months, I met another man who was amazing and he proposed right away and we ended up getting married and we've been married for 28 years now. And wow. Together. So that was a huge, you know, like miracle in my life that happened. But after I got married, I put the book aside. I just got busy with life and kids and family and work. And, um, and I thought about picking it up every once in a while and trying to read it, but I just struggled. And what I see now looking back is that I had a lot of ego resistance. So um, as you said, things come to us when we're ready to hear them. And, and um, I just wasn't ready for about 20 years to do the rest of the work. But um, in 2014, I opened the book up and I read a passage that said that suffering is meaningless um that i'm sorry that delay is meaningless in eternity but tragic in time Mm. and we we live in a world with the timeline here Mm. and i thought to myself why am i delaying doing this work why do i keep delaying it i don't want to be part of the tragedy for me or anyone else Mm. so at that point i looked at the table of contents And I noticed that there were 31 chapters. I had never noticed that before in the text. And I thought to myself, wow, I could read one chapter every day and be done in a month. (laughs) And that's what I did in October of 2014. I read the entire book. I didn't understand a lot of it. I just kept plowing through. Mm. I just made a commitment to myself to do that. And uh, things have never been the same since then. Like, I can't tell you how my life has been transformed. That's incredible. That's so so incredible. I'm absolutely covered in goosebumps. And like the whole story and, you know, the, the dedication to, to, it's that magical shift, isn't it? It's when you've been in resistance for so long and everything has felt so hard, even if it's just reading a book or trying to follow a program. And it's that, it's that moment of time where you suddenly go, but what if I could do that? And you suddenly see it from a new a new lens or through a new perception and you say, that's just a chapter a day. I can do that. And I think it's so synchronistic. I was sharing with um, both Teresa and Carly before we went live how this whole podcast got started. And it was exactly that. I'd got to the end and anyone that's listened to this podcast for a long time is going to start yawning now going, blah, blah. She just told this story so many times. But I know there are lots of new listeners. So this is for you. And for anyone who's bored, go make a drink. But, you know, <laughs> I'd got to the end of 2017. It was it was the end of October 2017. And I was starting to do that thing that I had always done where I'd always be really excited in January, really fired up for the whole year and like, yes, it's going to be the year that I change my life and I'm going to do this and that and blah, blah, blah. And then it got to the end of October and I was starting to feel that that um, retractive energy of, oh, look at all the things I haven't achieved. Look at all the goals I didn't hit. And I was feeling very burdened again and it had been a number of years by that point where I'd set these huge goals and not met them and I was starting to think I should just quit I just shouldn't bother and then I had a similar moment where I just went well I think this big shift I've been looking for isn't a big shift at all I think it's micro shifts in a in a nanosecond 
it's it's a moment of a decision and it's just it's one choice it's one thought that that compounds over time and creates the shift and something in me said what if you've been making the change all along and what you're just going to quit now like no what if you could just believe that this is the change and that's when I decided okay I'm just going to trust my inner nudge I'm going to do whatever I feel led to do even if it feels stupid and the next nudge I got was start a podcast and that's how this podcast came about and I think what you know that what you just shared about the taking just a month to read it it's just that shift in perception of oh I could do that like I could absolutely do that I could make that choice and you know for the people listening and I know we've been on a real journey with this podcast it started out as a resource for anxiety sufferers and I'm hoping that it still is that very much because when you're anxious it's the same thing you or depressed or stressed or whatever ails you it's that same idea that you have to make a big change or that, you know, you like I used to go to bed and just hope and just wish that it would be different the next day. And I don't really know what I was wishing for or how I thought it was going to happen. But it was like every day I would open my eyes, I'd be in the same life and I'd be like, oh, OK, let's do it again, you know. Um, and so for anyone listening, if there's anybody listening to this who is still suffering in that way with anxiety with stress with stress with depression or you know the current climate we're in right now even with the state of the world even if you weren't anxious before maybe you are now and it's you know in fact the pandemic is a perfect example of that again it's this this false feeling that there has to be an enormous shift that there has to be a big change and I'm telling you there doesn't it's a tiny tiny shift and it's a belief and it's a faith that we're always guided, we're always loved, we're always supported. We are being taken through what we need to be taken through. And you can absolutely be certain that you are not being given anything you don't have the resources to come through. And I'm not saying you'll come through unscathed because we we do get scathed. Is scathed a word? I don't know. Like you're going to get bruised, battered, beaten around the head, you know. I read a quote once that said, like, and I'm going to misquote it because I'm terrible at quotes, but it was something like, life isn't about coming to the end of it in a pristine condition, you know, with your hair all in place and, and not a mark on you. It's about sliding in sideways with a drink in one hand and a fag in the other going, woohoo, what a ride, you know? Like, you've signed up for this experience of life, you know? And um, I think in Carly's case, it won't be a fag, it'll be a pink wand. <laughs> but like don't you want to say that you lived your life you know you, like we want to say that we lived and you can't really feel it's yeah. blue now yeah. Carly was that wand not pink before it's now blue explain yourself <laughs> <laughs> it's multicolored there are two yeah, ones. yes it's it's changed <laughs> there are two can I just say I introduced Teresa and Carly. I didn't, I didn't introduce Karen. We have got Karen off camera as well. She's Carly's friend. She is, she's wielding multiple ones now in the background. <laughs> I love it. Because I think that's one thing that Teresa and I really hope to do with the Miracles Tribe, that often we're, when, when we hear religion or we hear spirituality, you think it could be drab and boring or even that the text has religious words in it. It's like, oh no, now I'm gonna to have to get serious. But really, I think enlightenment makes you lighter, that you yeah. really can laugh and play at, at, at a level that you couldn't before. And I think what's really come to me, and you know, I'm the new one, so I'm the, I'm the work in progress. Teresa has been at it a lot longer, but um, I just asked her if she would be a daily miracles partner with me to read the workbook lessons. And even last night there was anxiety, but, but there's within me is that knowledge that you talked about that whatever you're facing, you can be greater than there is a mm. part of you. There's a part mm. of you, your high self, your true self that is greater than any challenge you will face. Mm. And to have that comforting you at night and know that it lies within you, it's not external and that it knows you well and um, can offer you peace 
I think then you can get up the next morning. Like you said, it's just a little micro shift in the middle of the night that all of a sudden there is an inner peace. Things are more spacious. I'm not as gripped by my anxiety. If I sit mm. with it long enough, a spaciousness opens up and I know that I am greater and that things will work out. That's another thing Teresa keeps telling me. When you move from your head to your heart, you can begin mm. to have a confidence that things will work out. Maybe not exactly the way that you thought they were going to, mm -hmm. but things are working out for your best. And I think that can settle everything, you know, can really help. And there are times when I'll go back to the book. They have the workbook lessons. And sometimes I'll even say to Teresa, we need to stay on this one. I'm, we're not just going right through because this one's an important one. Like there is nothing to fear. To someone who's lived in a world that conditioned you that you need to lock your car, you need to lock your door, you know, things can be stolen from you, your computer mm. information, your bank, to really come to that place where there's nothing to fear, it can take a while for that to actually become your reality. But mm. those blockages to lovers there are gone and you are in tune with a, a source and a universe that nurtures you, that loves you, that wants you to succeed. Yeah. Yeah, wants yeah. you to have magic and magic wants, so. I love it. I wish you guys could see the visual we've got right now. Karen is, is she's waving those wands with conviction. I love it. <laughs> Karen's getting a shout out in the show notes for sure. I'm gonna take some stills. <laughs> Oh hey! Sorry to interrupt but I just wanted to pop in and let you know that the time has finally come to reopen the doors to my On Purpose Mastermind. This is my private inner circle where you can work with me for an entire year to get you fully aligned and confident with your true soul purpose. You can access the private group coaching or go VIP to work with me one to one. Places are limited and registration is open now so get in touch today if you know this is for you. I've put a link in the show notes with the full details. Okay, that's all for now. I'll let you get back to the interview. Mwah. Teresa, let's come back to you for a second. So with the Miracles Tribe, who are typically the people that join this tribe? Like, where are, the, where are they at when they find you? Um, so that anybody listening can know if it's their tribe. Because I think, I think it was Carly earlier that said... Um, about how it can be so overwhelming to read something like this on your own. And, it, and it's not just about A Course in Miracles. It can be over, life can be overwhelming if you're on your own. Finding a family, whether that's your family or a soul family, is so important for the accountability, for the support, just to know that you're not the only one going through it. And so I feel for sure there are going to be people listening who are maybe starting to feel like they want to be in on the wand waving action of the Miracles Tribe. So who are typically the people, and I know that you're cool people from all walks of life, but typically where are people emotionally when they find you? And then how does the work help them to shift? So our tribe members typically are people who have already tried all the other self-help programs, uh, this or that church perhaps, or um, different kinds of spirituality, and maybe they had some temporary relief or they had some small shifts in their life, but they didn't get to that permanent place of feeling peace and knowing how to access it at any time that Carly was just describing. And they know that something fishy is going on here and that what you see isn't necessarily what's really the truth and they're looking for the truth. Mm -hmm. So, um, so yes, people who are interested in spirituality, people who have tried all the different methods that the world has to offer to figure out what the truth is, and they're still not satisfied. And maybe perhaps people who've even tried to do A Course in Miracles on their own. It could be people who've never heard of it, but also people who have heard of it and tried to do it, but just found it really daunting, couldn't... Um, stick at stick with it by themselves and need encouragement need support would like to have like-minded people to share their miracles with and to share their experiences with yeah perfect and so we will put a, a link in the show notes um 
to the to the information if people would like to reach out and and find out more about being part of the miracles tribe i want to be part of the miracles tribe just because the energy coming from you girls is just absolutely amazing and i knew it was going to be as soon as we got on this call in fact even before that carly was chatting to me it was either over messenger or in a facebook thread and immediately i was like yes like i want to talk to these people on my podcast because the Course in Miracles has been, it's almost been like this holy grail that's been floating around that every now and then I'll kind of come to it or it will show up, you know, like I will take somebody's program and they'll start quoting it. Or, you know, I have actually got it. I bought it um, on Audible, but then didn't really get into it. So what you just described is exactly that, you know, for me, it's, I'm very, very interested in it. Um, and I think this idea of having a community and that accountability and support to to take in the information and and kind of say how you're feeling as well because I also think with any kind of self-development we're constantly no matter how good the information is we're constantly battling with our human emotions with our own perceptions with our own idea of what's possible for us I know that for me I, I'm a huge believer in a lot of things that I read, but then there's this little voice in my head that's like, it won't work for you though. It will work for everyone else in the world, but not for you, you know? And, and so I think it's important to have a safe space where you can honestly show up and go, look, this is where I'm at. This is how I'm feeling. And I think in this world that we're in now, where we have social media and it's brilliant for connection, but there does tend to be this, this unwritten rule that you have to put on a shiny shop front. You know, I talk about this a lot that, and I've seen myself do it even, I will join support groups and then I'll notice that I'm trying to show up as someone that has it all together. And why, like, why do we do that? But I know I'm not the only one. Like if you're doing that and you think you're hiding from me, you're not, I see you. Cause I know, cause I do it myself you know, you've gone to get support and then you're not letting yourself be supported because you're too busy trying to convince everyone that you've got all your shit together. Well, like no one has though. This is the point, like none of us have. And I, this is what I don't understand about the world in general. We are all these balls of energy, these beautiful souls that, that signed up for this amazing experience. Not one of us has any clue who we are, why we're here, what we're supposed to be doing. And yet we've all got this idea that we're supposed to pretend that we know what we're doing and why we're here. I just think the world would be such a better place if there could be more communities and spaces where people go, hi, not a clue, somebody help, please. You know, without that fear of judgment or without that fear of someone going, oh, because actually what would happen? Like, I mean, if you went into a Facebook group and went, hi, not a clue, Nobody would ridicule you. They'd be like, oh, my God, let me help you. Because, you know, we are an army. We're all marching and we're all marching on our own path. And we're all on our own place on that path as well. And as many people as are ahead of you, there are that many people behind as well and alongside. And so we are constantly surrounded by people we can help and people that can help us. And I think more of us need to learn to understand that that's the point of our role we are supposed to help and be helped constantly there is no there is no end goal there is no place where you get to a point where you're like well you know I've graduated life I've learned everything there is to learn and now I'm just going to sit on my throne with my flashy ones and tell everyone what I've learned like I don't want to get to that point I never want to feel like I've learned everything um and yet even I forget that sometimes and I'm constantly trying to get to this place of there and I'm doing I'm doing inverted commas with my fingers for people that are listening on the audio um I call them doofers um but you know where is there there is no there and I think more acceptance it comes back to what you were talking about with what this text teaches that you know the the answers are within us but they're mirrored back by everyone we're surrounded by. You know, I was literally doing the washing up. I think it was yeah. yesterday. And I'd, I'd read something on social media and it was somebody being very angry about, um, oh, who was it? It was someone in the public eye 
that that had died and they they'd apparently not been a very good person and so she was like all these people that are saying nice things about this person shouldn't be saying it because they were a bad person and I just thought to myself wow like we really need to learn forgiveness and there's nobody that's perfect like nobody comes through life with perfection and I just think and, and the phrase that came to my mind was your inability to forgive others is a mirror for your inability to forgive yourself. And that I heard that in my head and it was like, wow, you know, we are, we are supposed to learn from those around us. And so those of us that get triggered by things that we see or people that are around us, there's a mirror being held up. There's something to heal. And yes, the answers are within us but they're also in everyone that's around you. You're, you're being given opportunities constantly to really see how you feel about something and how you want to react. So I love the sound of the work that you girls are doing. How long has it been running? When did it launch? Thank you. We've um, just been launching this fall. Yes, just a, wow. yes, last month, Ray, just do, and, and actually, and actually, Lily, that was exactly what happened to me as we were in a B-school group. And I just realized that all of these women had a peace and a serenity in their lives that I didn't. So I asked Teresa, I just said, you know, would you mind? Yeah, that's another, you know, in six months, I'll have my dream life. It's all available for you now. And these lovely ladies are going to just guide you with love to see what's already in your life. And it will be those micro steps, those tiny changes. Because again, this is something I've learned in my own life. When you're in that mind space of, you know, the, the shift is over there or the shift is in the future, that's a mindset. So it actually wouldn't matter what changed in your life. If the mindset doesn't change, then you're always gonna feel like the shift is still yet to come, you know? there's a really quick exercise you guys can all do everyone who's listening that feels drawn to do this is a really quick exercise you can do just cast your mind back over the last year or 10 years or five years or whatever feels good try and think back to a time in your life where you felt stuck somewhere you know a really good example of this and it might seem silly but there was a time when I was being severely bullied at school and in that moment, I couldn't see beyond it. It felt like the biggest problem in my life. It felt like the worst thing that was happening. There've been multiple things like that since, but the, the fact is I'm not being bullied now. And I have been shaped as a human being as a result of that. My point is I was always being guided through it. I was never gonna stay there. Wherever you are right now listening to this, you're not going to stay there either. And I know that it can feel really hopeless. I know it can feel really dark. You have to believe that there is another, there's another route for you. There's a, a purpose to what you're going through. And when you can really embody that and see the beauty of you as a person and as a soul, you will find the strength to take another step, to reach out and get the support, however that looks for you. And I said it already on this podcast, but when you start asking for help, it, it doesn't show up in a big flash of lightning. Like, you know, the archangels aren't going to all float down playing harps and like bestowing riches upon you. But maybe just maybe you'll stumble onto a podcast like this, or maybe just maybe you'll find a Facebook post or, you know, a friend of mine actually had this happen. A book fell off the shelf and landed at his feet when he was in a dark dark space and somebody else that was in the room was like I'd pick that up if I were you <laughs> I think that's for you and his whole life has changed his whole life has changed but not one of these people anyone that you hear that is telling you their life has changed Teresa said it earlier and so Teresa will back me up I'm sure not one of those people woke up the next day and went oh my life is different it took faith it took work it, and faith, by the way, is believing it's coming when there is no evidence of that whatsoever. You know, faith, faith isn't when everything's going really well and you're going, oh, I'm so happy and grateful for my life. Faith is when it all looks hopeless and you still believe that you're going to get there. Focus on that and you will never lose. I promise you. 
Teresa, let's hear um, a final word from you. I'm just looking at the time. I told you I could talk for England. I did warn these people. <laughs> Teresa, what do you want to say to the people that are listening? What would your message be to the people that are listening to this podcast? I want to say that suffering is absolutely unnecessary. And the things that you just talked about, where we do go through suffering in life, where you were bullied, where Carly had trouble with her, you know, church and marriage, and and I've had problems with relationships, those things do shape us as people. But there is a way to get beyond those things and not have to go through those things anymore. And this Mm -hmm. has been my personal experience. And the experience of many, many other people that I know who have worked with A Course in Miracles, there is a process and there is a system that will allow you to step out of that struggle and that suffering. And that's what Carly and I want to offer to everyone. We know that suffering is not necessary and we want to show you how to live without it. Absolutely brilliant. I love that. Carly, how about you? Final words for the people listening. No, I just, there is a place where you can live that's on the other side of fear. You know, Mm -hmm. you can live in a place where you're surrounded by love, where you know yourself as love. And in your darkest moments, you still bring the light to know that you're the light and you are the love. Mm -hmm. And um, yes, I had tried everything else. And so (laughs) it was almost to my surprise that there was finally something that worked. And I have to keep telling myself, oh, I'm here. The miracles are surrounding me. And truly, Mm. Lily, what a treat. You are just, yeah, so fabulous. It's just been um, a miracle for me to be a part of this conversation. For those of you who may be in a dark place, please just use that definition of faith that there is something waiting for you, no matter what the circumstances are showing you, you too may be part of a beautiful conversation. It's just been such an honor for me to be a part of this podcast today. Thank you. Mm. Oh, thank you. It has, it has just been the most powerful, powerful messages coming through and the most powerful conversation. And I know that the people that listen to this podcast, I know for some of those people life truly does feel dark it it truly feels like they've been tested and you know and I love what Teresa said that you know the struggle isn't necessary it's it may forge you into who you are but it's not where you stay and it isn't who defines you it's not who you are and that's what I think A Course in Miracles sounds like it's teaching you it's it's teaching you who you really are which is pure love it's the highest vibration and I'm so excited for anyone listening who is thinking of coming on this journey with Teresa and Carly. I've said it already, but I'll say it again. The link is in the show notes. Um, Now, I did mention to Carly earlier, I had this brainwave after you mentioned Kazia. So these ladies know Kazia, who was on the podcast earlier this morning and on Friday as well. And Kazia and I trialed this thing where we did her episode and then a Q&A that followed. So we're going to have a chat and see if we can set up a live Q&A for you guys. And when we do that, we'll let you know when that's happening so that you can bring your questions. You can come and hang out with us some more. I mean, who doesn't want that? I absolutely demand that everybody brings a flashy wand of some description (laughs) (laughs) because I think that will be the most fun that we can have. Um, and we will see if we can put that together for you all. So I, because I think there must be a ton of questions that people are going to have following this. All I know is if this has piqued your interest or if you're feeling led to it in any way, then follow that nudge. Definitely follow that nudge. Click the link and, you know, show up for the Q&A if you have your questions and we'll be only too happy to help. Ladies, thank you so much for being my guests on the podcast tonight. It's just been phenomenal. Sophia has been asleep on me the entire time. For everyone listening, this was recorded at 10 o'clock at night in the UK because I just thought, oh my goodness, Carly is wearing, is that a She-Ra helmet? Please. Um, I've got headwear envy. 
Oh if my! You read the <laughs> oh my goodness! Right. Well, if this live Q and A happens, we want fancy dress. It's happening. <laughs> I love it. So, to everyone listening, we'll have our, we'll have our free gift. We also have a free gift that we can give away on the Q and A. So. Oh, yeah. perfect! Yeah, perfect, and that's perfect for anyone that wants to then have a little. You know, if you don't know if it's for you or not, but you're interested that's the perfect way to get involved. So we will link you up with all of those links. And obviously on the Q&A, you can come and bring your questions for that as well. To everyone listening, we want to hear from you. Go and get into the Facebook group, Wake Up, Rise Up. Come and let us know what this episode did for you. If you had a big shift in perception, if there was a big aha, if anything landed for you, did, did you get covered in goosebumps like I did? I've been covered in goosebumps from start to finish, if I'm honest. Even my eyeballs have goosebumps. It's just been amazing. Whatever your experience has been after this conversation, we would really love to hear from you. So go and jump into the Facebook group, Wake Up, Rise Up, and let us know what you thought. And don't forget to give us a like and a subscribe on the podcast as well. And of course, share it with everyone you know, because who doesn't want more of this in their life? I don't know. Everyone needs this. Ladies, thank you so, so much. And hopefully we'll have you back again soon for a live Q&A. And to everybody listening, remember confidence is yours as soon as you choose it. And I'll be back again soon. Bye-bye. Oh, wasn't that just the best conversation ever? I was buzzing for hours after wrapping this recording up and now hearing it again has brought back all the feels. Since recording this episode, I actually started studying A Course in Miracles for myself, which is something I've been wanting to do for years. So thank you to Carly and Teresa for giving me the nudge that I needed. And how about you? What did this episode inspire you to try? Have you read A Course in Miracles before? Or maybe you'll be checking it out now that you've listened. Don't forget, you can connect directly with Carly and Teresa by clicking the links in the show notes. And as ever, you can join us all over in the Wake Up, Rise Up Facebook group. Also, a reminder that registration is now open for the On Purpose Mastermind. Do, 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 do. Work with me throughout the entire year 2021 and get yourself out of overwhelm and fully into alignment with your soul purpose. Click the link to sign up and do reach out if you have any questions. Finally, did you know that this podcast has now been ranked in the top 2.5% of all podcasts globally? This is so exciting and it's all thanks to you, the listeners. So thank you so, so much. Please keep sharing, subscribing, liking, doing all the things you're doing because it's so appreciated. That's all for now. Join me again for another inspiring conversation. And remember, confidence is yours as soon as you choose it. Big love.